the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot KKNT Intelligent Talk Radio. My name is Dana Southern, and I'm here with my partner Gary Green, and we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you and exclusively for you, looking out for only your best interest. Our sole purpose is to have you get a great deal, a great experience, and know exactly what you've done and why. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. And... Last week we talked about leasing, and Dana's going to finish up with that, but I wanted to share a really brief story about someone that I had helped get a lease car a few years ago. And this week he decided that he was going to go do it by himself, and I have no problem with it, could care less. And he really has to buy the car from the gentleman based on a business relationship. So even though I know I can get a better deal someplace, he is obligated But what was funny was we sat and we talked, and it was a Mercedes-Benz. And he said, well, you know, the last deal I got was $4,500 they gave me for my trade-in, and my payment was this for 36 months. Now my payment is this for 27 months, and I only gave them $2,500. Now I asked Dana a question. So when you're in a lease – and you're looking at a $60,000 car and the residual changes by 2% to go from 12, 000, from 15,000 miles to 18,000 miles. And as Dana said, it's probably more than 2%, but we're just going to use 2%. That's $1,200. Correct. Divided over 27 months is close to 50 bucks. Correct. Now, when he leased the last Mercedes, they had, close your eyes, that's how much dealer cash was on the car. When he leased his new Mercedes this week, they had three grand. In dealer cash on the model that he was looking at, so the check that he wrote for twenty five hundred versus the check with the three thousand dollars in my math is fifty five hundred bucks. Last lease was forty five hundred bucks. His payment was less. The term wasn't the same, and the miles were less. The point that I'm making is what we talked about last week. This just reiterates that fact. It doesn't matter. If the cars are the same price, it matters on the program. So if you cannot figure out what your cap cost is, where your fees are going, and what the money factor is, it's very easy for the dealership to confuse you and switch you to what they call you're buying the car by a monthly payment. 
And unfortunately, most people do not know how to calculate a lease. But last week when I, I gave a scenario of how easy or how simple it is to calculate, and I know Gary had mentioned hopefully you can get a pen or a calculator handy, and I didn't happen to have one, but I went ahead and did the math. And so let's just do a little bit of a recap on what we talked about last week. We talked about a, a, a vehicle that might list for $20,000 that after negotiating the deal, perhaps you're able to buy it for 18000 Now, whether you lease it or buy it or write a check, that's what you can buy it for. Now, keep in mind, on a lease, there's a bank acquisition fee. I'm not going to bore you with that for now, but all the terminology, all the wording that could be associated with a lease, both Gary and I understand completely and can explain completely. But in that scenario that I did last week, I described a car that had a 60% residual, meaning a car that holds its value pretty well after three years and a selling price of eighteen grand. Well, the depreciation over the three-year period is the $6,000, the difference between the 18000 agreed selling price and the 12000 that the bank is risking it's going to be worth at the end of three years. If you take the 6000 Divide it by 36 months, it makes that portion of your payment, your depreciation, $166.67 per month. We talked about money factors last week, and a money factor is very easy to equate. You take 2400 times the money factor, and it equates to an actual APR. We use, for example, a point zero zero one zero zero money factor, which equates to 2.4% APR. If you use that same money factor and you take the way that the interest or the finance charge is calculated, you take the $18,000 agreed upon selling price, you add the $12,000, you now have $30,000, you multiply that times point zero zero one zero zero and it makes your finance charge $30 per month. So now you've got a payment with your depreciation at $166.67, plus or minus a penny, the $30 a month in finance charge, and now you're up to $196.67 approximately, and then you add sales tax on the payment. You're not paying sales tax on the purchase price of the car, you're paying it on the monthly payment. And so if the sales tax is roughly 8%, you've got approximately $15 or so in tax, making the payment about $211 per month. Now, that requires coming up with inception fees. Inception fees consist of first month's payment, so the $212. It consists of the plates and registration for the first year, which is going to be around $350. And it includes the dealer documentary service fee, which is approximately $400. So about $1,000 for round number's sake. If, as an example, you wanted to put no money down, your payment would go up approximately $32. And the reason why it'd go up approximately $32 is because your depreciation would go up, your sales tax would go up, and the end result is your payment would be about $244. Now, remember one thing. If you could remember everything the way that Dana just explained it in a few minutes, you absolutely 
do not need our help. But I would have to say if we were sitting in a classroom with 50 people and Dana just made that state, just went over what he did, the first qu- question that someone would raise their hand and say, now, now how did you do that? It's something he can do in his head. Well, and, and we go past that because the the idea is that, again, leasing is not for everyone. Right. Do not misunderstand. I'm not saying that everybody should lease. We just want you to understand how it works. But and, the what I wanted to touch on, the lease that you're talking about. I'm going to convert it to a purchase next. Is in the state of Arizona. Correct. So there are certain states that require you, even though you're leasing the vehicle, to pay the tax up front. on the whole vehicle up front. So the state of New York is one of those states that you pay the tax on the whole purchase. But an advantage to that. Or I shouldn't say an advantage to that, but one of the things is if you're going to take that car into another state and it's a lease and you're still making payments, when you re-register the vehicle, the state that you're living in can now charge you tax on that payment. So there's so many caveats and little things to a lease that are so important to understand. Not complicated, but important to understand. Now – I helped a young lady get a car, and she got an incredible deal. She knew the whole thing, and she called me a couple of days later. And one of the things that I don't do is none of my business your information when they're filling out the credit app. We do not want to know how much you make, where you work, how long you've worked there, your personal income. All of those things are information that you would share with a dealer in order to secure financing that is not information that we, we care rec- about. Correct. Now, I do want to see your credit after they pull your credit to make sure we're getting you the best possible rates and things like that. But what happened was young lady was thrilled. She bought a car in Scottsdale, Arizona. She leased a car in Scottsdale, Arizona. And I didn't realize that she lived in carefree. Different tax rate. So her lease payment changed. Now, when I say it changed, it was Pennies. pennies. So what you want to remember when you're in a car dealership leasing the vehicle, if you're not at the dealership closest to your house and you're not in the same city, so if you went to Avondale and you live in Scottsdale, they're going to adjust your contract when it gets to the bank. And just so you know, it's simply tax-related. So if sales tax is 8% in one community and it's 83 in another community – it's the 0.2% that would be the difference. If tax goes down, you also benefit by tax going down. But to get back to that equation, I wanted to give you the flip side of that equation and say you bought the car. I want to ask you a quick question because I know Go where ahead. you're going. So you mentioned the residual. And don't you find it funny that sometimes when someone's looking at a car and they go to lease that car and the residual is right around 50%, and they're getting a really good interest rate, and the lease has a low interest rate. Isn't it funny sometimes how close the 72-month purchase payment is to the 36-month lease payment? But what I try to explain to people in that scenario is that if you bought the car, put no money down, at 36 months, you probably don't have equity. Well, but more like going to do is, is conversion. Well, I'll see if I can do it quick enough. So let's say you buy the car for 18000 We use sales tax of 8% just for a round number. That's going to make your sales tax approximately 1300 
and 76 bucks. That's not to the penny, but it's darn close. From there, you still have to add the registration for the first year and the dealer documentary service fee. There should be no other charges on your buyer's order unless you agree to buy something. But if you take those figures and add them together, it brings you to a total out the door of a little over $20,000. If you're with me so far, if you were to finance it for 66 months, which is about the average term of people financing today, your monthly payment would be Actually, the tax was fourteen forty. I apologize. The out the door would be approximately twenty thousand one ninety. If you got the same two point four percent interest rate and put no money down, your monthly payment would be closer. Well, with a thousand down, it's three eleven. It'd be approximately another seventeen dollars a month higher if you didn't put the thousand down. But the key is, over the three years, you'll have spent $3,200 in change less up to the three-year point or be guaranteed to have at least $3,000 equity by virtue of not spending it. The equity that's in your car, it's put there by you. The car doesn't increase in value. It's your money. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Seth Liebson, a man of taste, a man of intellect. He's good looking. He is funny. He, he is a Republican. Uh, he makes a good living. All these great things. He's, he's kind. He's gentle. Uh, he is occasionally mean to his colleagues on the radio dial. But other than that, weekday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. Right here on 960 The Patriot. Earnhardt Honda has received the Honda Corporation's esteemed President's Award seven times in the last eight years. The President's Award is the most prestigious and coveted award that Honda can award to its dealerships. The award recognizes dealership teams that demonstrate superior customer satisfaction, new car sales volume, and business management. Approximately 15% of Honda dealerships receive the award each year, while Earnhardt Honda ranked in the top 1%. Please allow us to show you why we are the top Honda dealer in the West Valley regions. Located at I-10 and Loop 101 in the Avondale Auto Mall. Earnhardt Hyundai Avondale offers a great selection of new Hyundais and pre-owned vehicles. We pledge to offer exceptional customer service and ownership satisfaction. Located at 10401 W. Papago Freeway, Avondale, Arizona, 85323 in Avondale Auto Mall. Miller Nissan and Mesa offers new Nissans along with pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs by top manufacturers. General Manager Bill Brixey will help you find that new or used car you have been searching for in the Phoenix metro area. You can reach him directly at 1-888-993-1126. His finance staff offers expert advice for those seeking a great deal on a new car loan or lease. This service does not stop there, as Phoenix area customers frequently come in and take advantage of their professional Nissan service department and fully stocked inventory of Nissan auto parts. 
They are located at 2025 West Auto Center Drive in Mesa, Arizona. As one of the newest members of the Earnhardt Auto Centers, Earnhardt Cadillac is proud to be your choice for all of your Cadillac needs. Located at 7901 East Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they have one of the finest inventories of luxury pre-owned vehicles in the state. If you're aged 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Arlington Capital Management at 855-471-5796. They'll help you actively manage your 401k, show you strategies to avoid major declines, and capitalize on opportunities. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can dramatically improve your results and even lower your fees. Call 855-471-5796. 796 now and take the first step toward getting more out of your retirement assets. The team at Arlington Capital Management proactively explores the market, our economy, and all of the variables that offset your investments. Call 855-471-5796 now for a complimentary consultation. That's 855-471-5796 or visit arlington-capital.com. You worked hard to accumulate your nest egg. Now it's time to put your money to work for you. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Looking to see what's up next on The Hugh Hewitt Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on KKNT, The Patriot, 960 Intelligent Talk. My name's Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Now, you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. You can like us on Facebook. You can find us on the Patriots website underneath the Saturday show's the hosts. You can go to SoundCloud, listen to all of our shows recapped. You can go to Your Car Insiders. On the SoundCloud, you know, that's the podcast. So if you don't want to get up early on Saturday mornings or if you have a friend that you might want to tell about the show, let them know that they don't necessarily have to be up quite this early, but they can hear it anytime they want. Now, what Dana just recapped was the leasing conversation we had last week. And the most important thing that I get from what he's telling me and what I try to portray to a client is that leasing is not for everyone, as Dana just discussed. But it's probably for more people that don't think it is for them. And it's a lack of understanding. So when you and I have a conversation about the car that you're buying, I might say to you, let me just help you understand how the lease would work and why it might be beneficial to you or why you'd never want to do it in a million years. And by the way, Gary wouldn't make that decision to even talk about it if he didn't think it was in your best interest for you to be aware of it. Now, the the most important thing that I want to get across with this last week's show and what we've talked about so far this morning is please remember this. You're looking at a car. You have three choices. You can write a check and buy it. You can lease the car and drive it. And you can finance the car. 
But please don't be confused that you own a car when you finance it until you've made the last payment. When you lease a car, you're putting all of the obligations of anything that could possibly be negative in the value of the car in the lien holder's hands, not yours. Now, writing a check, what you've agreed to do, and I don't care what kind of car it is, and I think Dana will agree with me, if you buy a car for thirty grand and you drive it for twenty months and it's worth I'm making up a number fifteen grand, you take fifteen thousand dollars, divide it by twenty months, and that was your monthly payment. There's always a way to figure out what that car cost for you to drive it. Well, absolutely. And and as that example he just gave, if a person has a substantial amount of cash, that might be something that they would not like to invest in a depreciating asset. But let, let's move on and talk about a few other things. Um, one thing that I encountered the other day, and if it can happen to me, it can for sure happen to you. I promise you this is true. Now, keep in mind, when it happened to me, I caught it immediately. Unfortunately for you, there's a very strong chance you would not catch it. And so I happened to go into a dealership helping a very nice firefighter, and I've helped numerous firefighters. I love firefighters. So in this particular case, I was helping him get a new truck. We had to do a dealer trade because the dealership didn't have the vehicle. And so we kind of had to agree to terms before they did the dealer trade. So we agreed to the price. We agreed to the interest rate. We agreed to the term. And then when we went in to do the paperwork, they sent out a really nice computer-generated printout menu that showed the exact price that we'd agreed to, the correct sales tax, the correct registration. It reflected on the printout the interest rate. Now, listen to me carefully on this part. Many dealerships turn off the interest rate information when they send out those sheets If you're not with us, the first question you need to ask is what rate are you basing that on? But in this particular case, it was a given. It was right on the printout. The interest rate was there. The term was there. The total out the door was there. So in other words, by law, their payment, I believe, has to be within $10. Well, not not when you put an exact rate because just like we talked about before, when you get a a contract and you and you sign it and then you get your monthly payment, it doesn't vary month to month by any dollar amount. Correct. So in this particular case, I as I always do, put the math into bankrate.com. That was a tip I gave several weeks ago. If you listen to nothing else I say, if you're doing a conventional loan, go to bankrate.com and test the numbers against the numbers. I mean, so in other words, when you go to bankrate.com and you put in the dollar amount finance with the exact term and the ba- the rate, it doesn't come up with something that says your payment will be between 372 and 375? Oh, no. It actually comes out to the exact penny. penny. Yeah, and and separately, just so people don't get confused by that, that's a 30 days to first payment 
calculation. And most dealers, 100% of the time, will do what, Gary? 45 days, and it doesn't really affect your payment that much. Pennies, most of the time, unless it's a ridiculous interest rate in short term. So leaving that part alone and getting back to the simply financing the car, like Gary said, you're, you're making a monthly payment no matter what. If you write a check for it, you take the dollar amount of that check and then you divide it by how long you own it. If you keep a car a really long time, more often than not, you're not a lease candidate. If you want to customize a vehicle to go off-roading, you're probably not a lease candidate. But in many cases, again, as we've talked about in the past, people get talked into leases when they shouldn't and then aren't explain the lease properly when they should. Now, I'll share a story, and this is a personal story. My daughter's 19 years old. She's a great kid. She's extremely responsible. Now, when Dana and I need help getting somebody financed on a vehicle, it generally needs to be done on a new vehicle because the manufacturer, when the general manager calls, could care less that you're buying a used car. But if you're buying one of their new cars and it's market share and they're selling a car, they might help out. Now, if you heard what he just said, for those of you that are thinking about getting your teenager, your college student, a used vehicle that's a year or two old and they're not in a credit position or an income position that helps them, I can assure you that the new car route Gary, is, is dead on. So we ended up, we went over, and I gave my daughter two choices. And we agreed that she wanted to go look at a Honda CRV. And Joey Staples, general manager of Earnhardt Honda, one of the finest guys I know in the car business, we sat down and we pulled my daughter's credit. Now, she had a credit score because she didn't realize when she opened up a Wells Fargo savings account, they gave her a credit card. So she's like, I don't even know where the card is, Dad. I never got the card, but it showed a $1,500 credit card with nine months current. She'd never made a payment. She'd never been late. So we turned around. Now, here's what you have to remember. If you have the same child and they thought it was funny to not pay a $25 medical bill or they thought it was not it was funny to not pay their cell phone bill this may not work because the bank figures if you can't pay a $40 phone bill they're not going to help you but the way i got my daughter's car was she leased a 2014 car because she couldn't afford the 60 month purchase payment but she could live with payment Jim and J.J. Testa, commercial fleet managers at Camelback Toyota, are truly good guys in the automotive business. They've been in the car business since 1987 and the entire time in the Phoenix metro area. They are kind of like their own dealership, very easy to work with and have the largest selection of Toyotas in the southwest, not to mention a great selection in pre-owned and certified vehicles. A special thanks goes to John O'Malley, managing partner, for giving Gary Green his first start in the automotive business in 1988. You can reach Jim at his desk at 602-200-5520 and JJ at 602-532-4472. Earnhardt Kia, the fastest growing Kia dealership and the number one volume dealership in the Valley of the Sun. Located on Bell Road just minutes from Scottsdale and Glendale.
Our locations allow us to serve all the greater Metro Phoenix areas as well as nearby Tempe and Peoria. You can visit us at 2121 East Bell Road in Phoenix or call General Manager Scott Clark at 602-345-5405. Monte Vista Cleaners. Dry cleaned or pressed garments, only $2.59. Laundered and start shirts, only $1.75. Monte Vista Cleaners use a state-of-the-art equipment and best cleaning supplies to offer you fast same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry cleaned items and next-day service on all other times. They're open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 20010 North 59th Avenue in the Glendale Home Depot Shopping Center or 8345 West Thunderbird in Peoria. Monte Vista Cleaners. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. When I started having trouble reading and threading a sewing needle, I went to the ophthalmologist right away. I have AMD, age-related macular degeneration. It's the leading cause of blindness in people over 60. I'm getting treatments now, and my vision is better. I also called the Foundation Fighting Blindness to learn how to prevent and manage AMD. Call the Foundation Fighting Blindness today at 1-800-BLINDNESS for helpful information on AMD. That's 1-800-BLINDNESS. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, I'm Dana Southern. My partner is Gary Green. You can reach me at 602-525. Excuse me. You can reach Gary, I apologize, at 602-525-1370. Or you can reach me, Dana, at 602-679-8324. Wanted to give you a little bit of an update as to what's going on in the auto industry in general. Last month in July was the best July in 10 years. 
new car sales for the month of July, which includes new cars and trucks in the United States, exceeded 1.6 million cars, making the pace for the year 17.71 million cars just based on July sales alone. In June and also in May, so for three consecutive months, the forecast or the cars that have been sold are have been all above 17 million cars. So that means that not only will this be the best year since the recession started in 2008, it may be one of the best years since well before then. So as it relates to the different manufacturers, they are selling cars like crazy. The average used vehicle on the road today is an 11 and a half years old. So even with the uptick in sales over the past few years, this year on pace to be certainly even better than the past few years, the bottom line is that the car market is extremely healthy and they are selling cars like crazy. And 11 and a half years old for the average age of a used car on the road today is just simply longer than historically. So the new car market is going to continue to keep this pace and continue and grow this pace for reasonably the next several years. Next thing, you know, on that lease that we talked about versus purchase, and this isn't about leasing so much anymore, but when you buy a car and you end up financing it for 66 months or 72 months, and the manufacturer's warranty is 36 months or maybe 48 months. These are some of the things that people have to decide whether they're going to pay for and add to their loan payment because they're exposed for risk. Things like gap insurance that on most leases is included are things that people have to certainly consider. And often what happens and the reason why people are so far upside down, which is really just means negative equity. They have negative equity. Upside down is a a car term that nobody ever wants to hear, but most people have heard. But it just means negative equity. So if you go into that car payment on that inexpensive car, and by the time you go into the finance department, getting a competitive interest rate, getting a really good price on it, you get to your out-the-door total, well, now you've heavily got to consider all these other options that they sell that more than likely you would automatically decline on a lease. And so that's, again, why, because of the term of the loan, the fact that most people will buy protection to protect them puts them in a situation where they're in a much worse position three years into their transaction than they would prefer to be. Now, what you want to remember is anytime you have equity in your car, you put it there. It wasn't because the car went up in value. Now, if you buy a car and you put no money down and you finance the car for 72 months, most vehicles, even with a competitive interest rate at 36 months, you're going to be a little bit upside down still. 
when you get to that 48-month to 54-month term, you're probably at the point where you're seeing some daylight. Now, once the car is paid off, you have a free and clear title. So it's obviously from money that you put into buying the car. You paid for that equity. Correct. Now, it's like I always talk about. If you bought a stock for $30,000 worth of stock, and in f- six years, that stock was worth seven grand. Was it a smart way to go? So what we're going to recap, and b- b- last we talk about it for a little while, but it's a great topic, and it's a great question. It's a great way to buy a car because leasing a car is just buying a car in a different way of paying for it. But it's, it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. And, and buying a car, I mean, I don't know how many times Dana said it, go out and buy a, go out and buy a Mercedes and drive it 25,000 miles a year and see what the used car manager thinks of that three-year-old Mercedes with 75,000 miles on it. Gary's number, 602-525-1370. My number, 602-679-8324. Michael Medved recognizes a familiar pattern in the Chattanooga shooter. But what went wrong, obviously, is that he became more deeply involved in a strain of Islamic teaching that would tend to make you a violent crazy. Does that exist in any other religious group? Not that I know of. The Michael Medved Show, weekdays at noon, right before Hugh Hewitt at 3, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to our clients. At Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people that know how to take care of a Lexus, but more importantly, people that know how to take care of you. Located at 6905 East McDowell Road in Scottsdale. Family owned and operated, Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale strives to surpass your expectations by actively listening to their customers and employees. Their goal is to simply provide an exceptional experience before, during, and after the sale. The exceptional experience is not a slogan, it's a way of life at Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale. Grand Canyon University is Arizona's premier private Christian university where students gain the next generation education they need to enter the workforce of the 21st century. GCU offers the most experienced leadership in delivering degree programs online. Choose from more than 100 bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in high-demand employment areas. Study in one of our eight distinct colleges, including our progressive Coangelo College of Business, where entrepreneurial spirit, innovation, and servant leadership are the pillars on which the college is founded. To keep our curriculum relevant across the university, we've worked closely with industry leaders to ensure we are meeting their needs, and we've developed challenging courses with their feedback in mind. Our online programs give students the flexibility they need to earn their degree. Join our innovative digital classroom, connect with full-time faculty, and enjoy complete access to our vibrant Phoenix campus community. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. 
When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest trail. I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot, KKNT Intelligent Talk. Remember, you can reach me, 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana, 602-679-8324. Very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, 8801 West Bell Road, just west of the Loop 101 in Peoria, Arizona. Their number is 623-875-4000. And they truly are one of the best dealerships I've ever had the opportunity to deal with. They are just good people. I agree completely. Now, speaking of Volkswagen, here's one that's kind of shocking. And while we kind of knew it was close, but most people I bet will be shocked. How about this one? Volkswagen sold more vehicles than Toyota in the first half of 2015. Volkswagen overtook Toyota in global sales for January to June, the first time the German automaker has come out on top in intensely competitive sales. Volkswagen AG said earlier this month that it sold 5.04 million vehicles through the same period that Toyota sold 5.02 million vehicles. Now, here's the thing, though. Sales were robust in Europe and North America, but fell in China usually a strong market for the company. Its first, half sa- its first half sales were a half a percent down for the same period in 2014. Detroit-based General Motors Group, the top-selling automaker for more than seven decades until being surpassed by Toyota in 2008, finished third at $4.86 million, down 1.2% from a year ago. So basically, the shocker, I think, in that story, without reading all of the information, is that globally, Volkswagen and its sister products, kind of like Toyota with Lexus and its sister products, are very, very competitive. Toyota just barely beat them last year, and this year, at the halfway point, Volkswagen's in a slight lead. Well, a few years ago... On the radio, I mentioned that I believe that the next manufacturer that would 
leave the United States slash no longer be doing business was a company called Mitsubishi. Well, a few days ago, Mitsubishi announced they will no longer be selling vehicles in the United States. They plan to, said workers were told Friday, that the plant will cease production on November 30th. So just an FYI, the Mitsubishi, I think it's the Montero Sport, has, I think, been really the only vehicle that's really held up over the last few years for them in sales. And it's gotten to the point where they're not going out of business. They're just going out of business in the U.S. Now, Alfa Romeo did that quite a few years back, and they're actually making a comeback into the States. However, I believe it's with a six-figure vehicle. Well, I don't know the exact cost, but I know that there's, I believe, two locations here in the Valley where you could buy a new Alfa Romeo. Now, who owns Alfa Romeo? Fiat. Who owns Dodge? Fiat. Who owns Ram? Fiat. Who owns Chrysler? Fiat. Who's going to probably be the largest car manufacturer in the next five years? Well, as far as growth, I'll give you an example. Just to give you a hint, Fiat Chrysler America has had 67 consecutive months of growth. Did you hear that? 67 consecutive months of year-over-year, month-over-month increases. So, yes, they are definitely um, a big player, and they don't appear to be getting smaller. But while we're talking about Fiat Chrysler, there's an article from a few days ago where Fiat Chrysler to buy back 500,000 pickups in recall deal. You want to talk about that, Gary? You know, it's it's kind of... Str- uh, ironic. My wife has one of these trucks. It's not one of the ones that's part of the re- this recall. However, she had a recall issue. Uh, they figured out that you could, with a smartphone, hack into the 8.4 Uconnect navigation system or radio in the vehicles. But what's also coming out is they're finding out, I believe, that you can do the same thing with OnStar in General Motors products. So Dana and I had a radio show listener called last week, and we helped him get a Dodge truck. And he thought he had one of these trucks involved in this recall. And he didn't. So just because you have a Dodge truck doesn't mean it's going to be part of this buyback program. Or even the recall program. So what you need to do is if you have a vehicle that you might think is a a problem, get Chrysler's customer service number. You don't well, even have to necessarily think there's a problem. Yeah. Just call, call provide your VIN number. And, and away you go. Exactly. Now, I sat with somebody the other day, and I'm going to ask Dana this question because I was getting a little annoyed. And it got to the point where I was getting so annoyed because this guy knew absolutely everything about everything we were talking about. Now, Dana, have Poppycock. Have you ever heard – now, correct me when I'm wrong. I, I try not to do that. No, You're no. seldom wrong. No, no. Correct me when I'm wrong. Because I'm going to tell you my statement, and you tell me if I'm wrong. Go ahead. A recall is issued via the federal government. Correct. Okay. A recall is on the vehicle, not on the owner of the vehicle. Correct. This gentleman was arguing with me that if you're not the original owner of a vehicle, recalls you have to pay for. He is incorrect. He's an idiot. Well, I don't know. And that know was him. one of the parts that we talked about. And then we talked about something else, and he knew all about that too. And I finally turned to my buddy and I said, you know, 
I've had enough fun for the day. Uh, I'm done listening to this guy. But folks, remember something. A very important thing. Now, 2015 Dodge Ram. They have a couple of different radios. One of them is the 8.4U Connect. We helped a gentleman, Dana and I, last week. We met on Friday. Nicest people I've had the opportunity to help in a really, really long time. Dana and I actually had breakfast with the gentleman yesterday morning. I was going to say, I only got to meet him. What a nice man. And it was kind of funny because... He drove the truck home Friday night to show it to his wife. And Saturday morning, me and his wife and Art met at the dealership at 8.30, except his 8.30 was the same 8.10 that I got there. So we're out there. We're talking. Now, they had to take the truck that he was buying and put it into the service department because the dealership did not want to put the customer in the vehicle till that slight recall was fixed. Not Could a, not put the yeah, customer. Not a big deal. It's a flashing of the computer. So while we were there talking, we're looking at trucks, and they had a mega cab, long bed Dodge truck. Was it a crew or a mega? Mega cab. Gotcha. Yeah. And I mean the size of a bus. Mega cabs are quite spacious. Now, what was funny was Dana just said, not a crew cab. Well, Art drove home in a beautiful bighorn truck that you see advertised all over the place on TV with the special incentives. In a quad cab. That's not a crew cab. So what it basically is, it's a full four-door truck, but the, it's not as spacious in the back seat. Now, whether it's a quad cab, a crew cab, or a mega cab, the front seats and compartment for the driver and the front passenger are exactly the same. It only gets bigger behind the front seat. Now, when you're on a quad cab 1500, the length of the cab that's shorter the bed is longer. Six-foot bed versus five-and-a-half. Now, when you're in a crew cab, it's the exact opposite. But if you take a quad cab and a crew cab and park them right next to each other, nose to bumper, rear bumper, they're the same length. So while we're sitting there, Art's wife says, you know, I'm really glad we got this crew cab. It's so spacious. You know, I'm not going to miss having the mega cab. And I looked at Art, and I said, Art, Art. You drove home a quad cab. Oh, no, Gary. We drove home a crew cab. I showed her that truck last night. It's a crew cab. Art, it's a quad cab. Looked at his wife, and I said, Linda, if you don't like the truck, we're done doing the paperwork. No harm, no foul. Let's go out and look for a different truck. Now, these po- folks, after a few minutes, Art basically said the next time he goes car shopping with me, all he's going to do is bring a book. Yes, he did. I heard him out of his own lips. He had so much fun. Yeah, and and he he couldn't believe it. And what he laughed about was we did our transaction in someone's private office, and he noticed the deals being done in the showroom floor. But the point I want to make on this is that the difference from a quad cab to a crew cab, if the vehicles are exactly the same, is roughly $2,200, $2,300 on the MSRP. However, when we went out and picked out the crew cab, it was a $5,100 more expensive truck due to some other equipment in the vehicle. So the manufacturer's suggested retail price was the approximately $2,200, more for it being a crew cab. And then it had approximately another $3,800 worth of additional equipment. $2,800. You're correct. Yeah, but no, no. He's Dana's, it didn't matter if it was $2,800 or $3,800. The point was they landed on a truck. They love the new truck. The wife liked the color, I think, even a little better than the other color. Art kind of liked some of the equipment that was coming in the truck. He didn't really uh, 
give a cow's patootie about heated seats and a heated steering wheel. No, he didn't. But he liked the dual zone climate control air conditioning. He liked the, the maximum tow stuff. He liked the different rear axle. He liked the limited slip differential. So now it's 5100 different on the MSRP. It's $4,600 different on the invoice. Now I have a question, Gary. I'm going to cheat. Did it have a bigger rebate? He knows where I'm going. Now, this is the funny part. It's 4600 bucks difference in the two trucks from invoice to invoice. So I'm explaining to the general sales manager, you need to fix your computer because in order for me to discuss this with the customer, I'm not going in there with this printout. I want the factory invoices. Here's the invoice on the truck they're not buying. I need you to get me the invoice on the other truck. It took about 10 minutes for them to fix their system, but I didn't go out and talk to the customer. When I sat down with Art and Linda with the two invoices, it took about 30 seconds to make it make sense. If a dealership's not showing it to you in black and white, ask to see it in black and white. So when I explained to him all the differences, he agreed to pay $4,600 more for the crew cab than the quad cab, not batting an eyelash. So I walked back in. I told the general sales manager of the dealership, hey, just want to let you know they're okay with the 4600 bucks. But before you print out the new menu, would you do me a favor and put their new VIN number on the truck into the computer system? Sure, I will. Well, guess what? As Dana just asked the question, the rebates on a crew cab, same model, 2015, two-wheel drive, Bighorn Ram, $2,500 more. That's a lot. Now, if you bought those two trucks today and went to trade them in in 36 months and you paid 2100 bucks more for a crew cab than the quad cab, you're getting most of your money back, if not all of it. That's not even counting the extra equipment. Now, exactly where I was going. Now, the, So basically... The $2,500 additional rebate gobbled up all of the extra equipment, and basically they paid $2,100 more. Now, I happened to be at breakfast with him yesterday. and by, by the way, he did even more than that because what happened is that vehicle from the factory came with the 8.4-inch Uconnect screen, and they're Navi-capable. They're not Navi ready. You have to pay approximately $600 to make that vehicle have navigation, which under that premise seems like a good deal. But what did you do, Gary? So what we did was after we got all done on Saturday morning when we went back to the dealership, I made Art's wife out to be the culprit. And I went to my friend and said, Ken, hey, there is a little issue with the wife. And it was a little bit of a, of a conversation. She wasn't mad or anything, but I just said, listen, I need you to help me out here. I know you're giving them a great deal. I know you gave them this. I know you gave them that. I know you gave them this. But here's what I need you to do. He's not looking for all of it. But could you help me out a little bit? Could you put 300 bucks more in the trade, raise the selling price by 300 bucks, and put the navigation into the truck? Map it so that the nav-capable ready radio now has the navigation. I think I think you meant add 600 and add 300 to the trade. Didn't you split it with him? Yeah. We added 600 to the car. So basically, it's the three hundred bucks. But but just in that one thing that he did was almost the entire right. fee. Gary's number is six zero two five two five thirteen seventy. My number is six zero two six seven nine eight three two four. You can reach me at Dana at yourcarinsiders dot com. You can reach Gary. Nope. At- 
If you're going to email us, please email Dana, and I'll tell you why. They go right to his phone. I don't have capability on my phone. I wish I didn't have a phone sometimes. If you like yourself, if you like anyone else, have them call us. We're free to talk to. Have a great week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.